Turntables activated. Get ready. You're about to party. Party with the baddest motherfucking DJ. DJ Despair. What up, what up, what up? I'm back. And I got my boy Frank and Dank Wamber Dakery. What it do, family? What it do? Yo, before you say anything, I just want to tell you this. I've been watching everything you've been doing. You've been showing mad love and been doing big things, you and the team. And I'm super blessed and honored to be on your show right now, my brother. Thank you so much for this you blessing. Know, you know what I said, man? I grew up to your music. And then it's like, for the first time, I got that vinyl in my hand. And then I've been playing that ever since. And then Woo! the fact that, you know, the Dilla connection, the whole the family yes. movement. like, yes. Like, we got so much to talk about. I'm glad I got one in my hand right now. I'm waiting for you to roll up one. Oh, I'm rolling. Let's, let's roll it. Roll it. So, man. like, roll it. so yeah. before we start yo. the show, what were you saying yo. about what me doing my tours and shit? <laughs> yo, you've been smoking good, nigga. You've been smoking good. Yo, this one, I don't know which vendor this was. You had the biggest bud. I said, yo, and it was so crystally. Yo, what what strand was that? Man, I can't even tell you. There's so many things I've had around me lately. What was no, it? this purple? one was y'all had a big ass piece of bud. This like was see it the my purple thing? Like this, yeah. Oh, the mean the, oh, you mean the big pack, like the thing yes. together? I I think that was Congo, or yeah, I think that's one of them. What? Okay, that shit. I'm like, god damn. I opened that bitch up and looked in the crit. I opened the pit. I opened the video up so I could look at the crystals in that bitch. I said, yo, the spirit is fucking, he owns some shit right now with this weed tour, this goddamn vendor tour, this blessed tour he doing right now. And he's smoking good. He you see, good. this is, this, this is what I like is like hip hop for me. I've always been smoking ever since yes, I've been me too. In, in this game. Um, a lot of people don't understand that I used it to actually be in the building. I didn't like people. So mm. for me to be at shows and to be on stage and be on stuff, I had to be hot before I did hey, it. Like, hey, you know what? Partially, <laughs> me too. Um, I taught Frank how to smoke. I taught Dilla how to smoke. I taught them how to roll. Um, when Dilla used to be going to New York, dealing with uh, all the major artists and stuff, he didn't smoke weed until I set him down and taught him how to roll blunts and smoke it, let him get high than a motherfucker so he can actually be able to control it. Um, it's not like the edibles, like the edibles, you can't control that shit. Effects. With, with, the, with the loud pack, uh, if you ain't never smoked, you don't wanna have a trip somewhere that, have a trip somewhere. So I remember one time we said, this, this is the first time Dylan smoked a blunt. It's the first time. It's me, Frank, Dilla, and his kid's mother, Joy Lett, in the studio. We was working on this song called City Lights. And how Dilla used to roll the blunts, you know, he didn't break the, the, the fillies down. He just would squeeze all the shit out of it and then just stuff it. Um, <laughs> he would abuse the weed. You know what I mean? He would abuse, <laughs> he would abuse that shit. So he just stuff it, stuff it, and... We were smoking blunt. I was like, God damn, this blunt is stuffed in a bitch. And then chunks are and, falling out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then turn around, turn around. He had the board. So he mixing his record. And he turned around. He was like, man, I'm fucked up. He was like, dang, I hear everything. He's like, yo, this, I, this how Dr. Dre feel. He mixed this motherfucking record. And with the grace of God, everybody will soon hear this shit. It's the actual 48 hours, the actual, actual one. The actual, actual 48 hours, we didn't ever put that out. Um, because that <laughs> one was full of samples and this is that and the other. So once we got the deal, Dilla didn't want to, he, he, he didn't want to do any samples like that. So he wanted to sample himself instead of uh, a record, uh, uh, instead of a record since it was a major, was a major deal and shit. So he was on that board, smoked that blunt, that nigga turned around, that nigga eyeballs was red than a motherfucker. 
that nigga mixed the shit out of that bitch. I'm like, God damn, nigga, that shit is crazy as hell. Can't wait for that shit to hit the the, um, the day of light. Can't wait. Can't wait for that shit right there. So explain to me, how did you meet Dilla? Holy shit. I've known Dilla since 1984. Um, his brother used to be one of my bestest friends, brother Earl. Uh, this was an elementary school. We was in the third grade. They moved away, and then they moved back to the neighborhood. And um, we was all on the, the playground. And he was like, um, his brother was in my class. We used to draw and shit. And um, he's like, man, you got to meet my brother. So we went on the playground. This nigga got a silk shirt on. He got a briefcase. <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck you got this briefcase and shit? He called himself Silk. MC Silk. So MC Silk was the nigga with the silk shirt on, iron with creases all in that bitch, with the big ass briefcase and shit that kept all his rhymes and shit. <laughs> they kept all his rhymes and shit. So he like, um, so I met him in 1984. And then how did you guys like end up in the studio? Like, was he already making music? Was he just like, well, when, like I say, I've been around for everything. And, and when I mean everything from, from a kid to play with toys, to ride bikes, to puberty, to getting your first license, getting your first car, getting your first sale of a beat. Then used to make beats off the of Ericsson turntable with the turntable on the top and the double second, <laughs> yeah, second players. So with that, uh, he used to make these beats called pause and record. Right. And um, he had take this little, you know the little rubber, you, you know this shit what I'm about to tell you. You know that little rubber fucking thing in the tape, in the tape yep. player, it's like a, he took that out to slow the tape down so he'd be pausing and recording, making beats. Right. So I would set up a three-way, another one of the homies set up a three-way, another homie set up a three-way, and another homie, you got three ways on the phones. And um, we had played the tape. I'm like, Dilla, you ready? Cue the tape up. Cue the tape up. Niggas will hear it. Man, you made that shit? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. No MPC, no SB10, SB12. None of that shit wasn't even existed. Not even no Dr. Rhythm, drum machine, none of that shit. That shit wouldn't even exist yet. And uh, he was making beats like that since, since we was kids and shit. So that was the, myself personally, I knew he was a prodigy just because how he would dissect different things and make it into musical things to fuck with. Um, so the only person I knew that would dissect a goddamn turntable and take it apart. <laughs> you gotta be some type of DJ to take that bitch apart, take all the pieces off and then put that bitch together and then that motherfucker working. Only I, person I knew do that shit was my brother. He do it. Take, <laughs> I've done take, that. Oh, take my mama shit apart and she'd be like, you better put my shit back <laughs> together, fool. I ain't playing with you. You better put it back together. You know what back I mean? Back in the days, I was reading an article on him and he was talking about that, how he would just randomly just take things apart just to know what it was, how it worked. And that's, that's, that's how it. I grew up. Because I used to be like, like I still to this day, like I could take things apart, put it back together. Now nah, I pay somebody to do it. But you funny as hell. My brother, <laughs> he used to do that shit all the time. Dilla, he used to do it all the time. Every fucking turntable, 1200, right. speed that bitch up. Him and Frank would do that all, because him and Frank was the DJs. So they would DJ all the kitty parties for us. And me and my brother QD, we would come and dance at them bitches. So mm -hmm. we'd get all the kids off of the wall and be dancers, because we all used to dance first, before the mute, before rapping and anything. We all was <laughs> <Man>. dancers. Um, <laughs> I mean, wicked. Anybody in my city, Detroit, hey, know? If you know didn't grow dance. up in the eighties and nineties, and you weren't in a dance group and a rap group or a DJ, all three or whatever, you didn't do it because your mom and them put you in places to go do school things to get clothing, <laughs> like all types of shit. All that shit, and um, we had dance groups, um, and we, we was called the High Top Society because our face was bigger than kid and play shit. My shit was bigger than his. And my boy Thurm shit was bigger than his. Dilla had a little one. Uh, <laughs> shit, we used to go to this club called the Dancery. It used to be from three to eight. You had to be a particular type of motherfucker to go to this club. Okay. We'd go in there, dance like a motherfucker. And then we went to the same club 
when we got 21. It really got to dancing and this is that and the other. So the, the first love was, was, was b-boying, hip-hopping, and the school and scrap era, the Big Daddy Kane era. Um, like I said, Dylan Frank, it's, they used to DJ all the high school parties and this, that, and the other. And me and my boy QD job was to get the kids to dance. You know what I mean? Because, you know, back then, the kids would be wildflowers for a minute, but then they get to dancing, doing all the little different things. And that next, you know, Dilla evolved into production. He was curious. Um, I remember he used to skip school, hide in the closet, and wait for his mother and father to go to work so he can make a beat. <laughs> for real and Dylan was smart he went to this school called a um, Davis Aerospace so they was dealing with airplanes and all this type of crazy ass shit he was a smart ass nigga um, so in, in middle school we had a uh, we had gym class and the gym teacher was a, they, they were some weird motherfuckers and shit so I took I took music class instead of the gym class I got a big ass F I got a big ass F Next thing you know, I said, I wasn't going back to the gym class. Fuck that, because it was kind of, it was, it was creepy. Um, next thing you know, came to the class, Dilla came to the class. He's like, yo, what the fuck you doing here? I said, man, I ain't want to take gym. He said, I ain't want to take gym neither. So what <laughs> Dilla did, he taught me how to play Eric D and Rakim, Salt and Pepper, Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh, all of the hip hop shit. All of the old school hip hop shit. He taught me how to play it on the piano. So watch this. The key was so I could learn the music theory. So when we doing the tests, he'd be like, now push it, man. Mm. And I know all of the notes. Because the notes were bum, 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 bum. Yeah. So the notes paid in four thing. I'm like, oh shit. So I would ace all the tests because he would call out certain things. The teacher would be like, she was cool. She's like, can't you better stop all that singing that rap music? But she didn't know that he was just cueing me so I would know the notes. So after right, it was all right. said and done, I'm playing the piano, the cello, the violin, music conference, because my nigga showed me how to play the hip hop shit on the piano. Crazy <laughs> as hell. Crazy as hell. My, my mother, she did not believe that I got an A on that motherfucker. She's like, boy, you ain't get." Boy, you better get out of here with that. Derek, you ain't getting no A out of that goddamn class. You just had an F. I don't want to hear that. I'm like, my for real. Till she came to the winter conference and the teacher was like, yeah, he did really good. He got an A. He came from an F to an A. My mom looked at me like I was crazy. I got a fresh pair of red Levi's, some turquoise ones, some blue ones, and some yellow ones. You remember the color Levi's? Yep. My mom oh, bought yeah. me all them bitches because of that shit. All of them. For sure, for sure. Those are the days of like cross colors, major damage, all that stuff, man. It was, man. Like, it was ridiculous. Man, I was running around at foot. Like, I see guys I was like, I'm coming out with a full Levi's red suit. <laughs> like, oh, that was, yo, that was the classic, <laughs> classic, classic, classic shit. You know what I mean? But if back then, the we used to draw on them. It? Oh, yeah, we what? used to draw on them. Oh, I, you know what the funny thing you just said? So, um, in the city, the Doughboys, they used to wear this jacket called Tony Alamo. Okay. So it was a rhinestone jacket with Hollywood, California, Las Vegas, full of rhinestones. This jacket cost $2,500. Right. $2,500 back in the day. So what I did was got a nigga that knew how to graffiti, <laughs> drew, drew the Detroit skyline on that motherfucker, and then had this lady that worked in the lunchroom Ramstone the hell out that bitch. Same jacket. <laughs> Same jacket. You know Watch what? this, spirit. I'm going to fuck you up. I just bought a blue jean jacket the other day. And my, while I've been here, I've been looking for a nigga to airbrush that bitch. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to have to wait till I get back to Toronto. Have them airbrush that bitch. And when you see it, I'm going to tag you once it's done. It's, so, it's gonna be stoned up, all colors, all types of shit. I'm fucking it on up. that. When you gonna be back there? Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. I'll be back in the city tomorrow, but I got a quarantine for two weeks. I've been gone for three weeks. All right, all over the place. You I'll see I mean? you in two weeks. For sure, for sure, easy, for sure, for sure. So now, 
Y'all heard it here. I'm gonna be hanging out when I want to get back to Toronto. We go smoke together. We're gonna be like we going live again. So this is gonna hey, be just a preview of what's gonna be happening. Hey. I didn't want to let the cat out the bag, but I just said to let my brothers know that they know I'm stopping in for a minute. So it's gonna be a big yes, thing. sir, <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. So now, yo, dog, you've been riding horses. You did the Dilla event. What's going on? Talk about Dilla first. Let's let's talk about the Dilla festival. How did how how did that come about for you, like, you know, to be carrying on that legacy? Like, how does it feel and how happy you were to be in there and have some of the greats in the game, like, that are now guys who were just rappers? And then now they're the, the greats of the game and they're still repping Dilla to this day. Like, it was a blessed, it was, it, it was a super blessed situation. Um, my sister Aja and Frank. We always cooking, all, all, always trying to create things for Dilla and keep the legacy going. The whole fam, the whole crew, every, the whole crew and the whole fam always pushing to, to do different things. Um, but we did the Dilla, uh, digital, Dilla Fest digitally because, you know, because of COVID and everything. So the first chance that they got with Aja and Frank, with Aja and Frank to put something together that the people could see and that, that event was actually a free event. It was free. Nice. Free event. 4,000 people came out. 4,000 plus people was out there to see the, 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 the event. Women, kids, families, everybody. And um, I was just blessed to get the call. Like, yo, this is what we're doing. Um, it was a lot of tangling to get there, but it all worked out for the best. The showmanship, the production, the hard work that that everybody put into it, because it was a team effort all the way around the table from the nigga that's handing you a towel to the motherfucker that was cooking the jerk chicken, which the jerk <laughs> chicken was good, which the jerk chicken was good as fuck. And didn't expect jerk chicken, rice and peas, um, kingfish and where was this at? This was at Dillafest, nigga. Shit. No, where was like where, where what city was it in? Uh this was in California. In California. Okay. Um, so that part was dope. It's always a blessing to see Big Bro Talib. Um, Big Bro Talib, um, that's the first fam. Um, mad love, mad respect. Always look out. That's our big brother. Um, and he tell the truth, he'll tell you straight. Uh, with him coming to Detroit to work with Dilla, Dilla told him. This is what he told me. He said, man, when I first came, Dilla told me I had to hang out with y'all, catch the vibe, and then we'll work. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? He told you that? He was like, hell yeah. He said, you remember when y'all picked me up from the airport and, and rolled me the fuck around and did it, did it, I'm like, what, big bro? He's like, yeah, that nigga said, hang out with Frank and Dank, catch the vibe, <laughs> and then we'll work. That was the that was the, the mission all the time um, for me and Frank. It wasn't always just about rapping and this is just that and the other. Um, Dilla had a lot of people coming in out of town because Dilla came to a point where he didn't want to he didn't want to travel no more. He just wanted to be at the crib to work. Right. Um, he just wanted to work with Dilla. All the fuck he wanted to do. It just worked. I swear to God, my brother, is listen to some fucking records and make a fucking beat. Listen, his work ethics. When I was when I was reading that because I read a lot about him in the source and those and the old rap magazines and everything, and I watched a lot of his interviews. The 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 way he moved, like especially with the times when you guys had Big L around and all of that and everything, that era, you couldn't touch those guys. Like it is just like like you and all the like when I when I sit here and I argue about politics about certain things with hip hop eras, yes, there's the the popular hip hop era, but yes. the underground world, oh, you guys killed it. And that's what a lot of people didn't understand, is that's why and, I stand firm with it. And with like it's just an honor, and thank you, Despair. Uh, it's just an honor to actually been moving and to be able to do it. Um, no, no lie, because these situations they didn't come they didn't come easy. Me and Frank stayed in the basement for eight years, eight straight years, two songs a night for for eight years, until we worked out the situation. Yeah, we was doing twelve bitches and EPs and putting out vinyl. Me and Frank came from the vinyl era. Not CDs and none of that shit, all vinyl. All our shit been all vinyl. We work with every independent company that's out there from Fat Beats to Upper Bud to Groovatech 
and put out vinyl, straight vinyl. I mean, t- like some of the shit, like so many different white labels, Dilla just had us working and just doing it like that. He didn't break us in Detroit. He broke us overseas and shit. Yeah, because so when you're getting a white label. Overseas, <laughs> he, he, he just basically just dropped us there. Like, this is what's popping off. Like um, my first, you my blew first up in Toronto. Uh, you blew I'm up in Toronto. I'm, I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to that. Um, us coming up with Dilla and Slum doing the Elementos. Shout out my brother Jonathan Ramos. Um, we do the Elementos at the Comfort Zone. Shout out the Comfort Zone, legendary shit. Jonathan Ramos put on these Elementos shows that was super dope. All different types of artists from everywhere. Some of Toronto's favorite hometown kings, my bros, everybody went through that bitch and smashed. Um, it was very lengthy. Um, all the above and all the way around the table, Toronto is a pivotal, is a pivotal, a major piece to continue on to me and Frank's legacy. And when I mean major, um, Toronto gave us our first major release. Facts. Major. You know what I mean? All we wanted was a major release. We had a major deal in America with MCA. Crazy ass money and this is that and the other. But we didn't get a release date. You know what I mean? We didn't get a release date. Toronto, Canada gave us that. You know what I mean? The extended family, they gave us all, they gave us that shit. Um, and I'm forever grateful for that. You know what I mean? I get arguments with people in, in, in the game that don't understand guys like you tech nine and certain people that have dual citizenship for Canada, where you guys work here also. And a lot of people in the game think they just could come over to Canada, grab an artist or become an artist in Canada, or even work with an artist in Canada and take them to the U S and blow them up. Could you explain to me, um, to the world like your opinion on that aspect because you've been in and out of both it don't work that for a way. while thank you it don't work that way it don't work that way um it's a lot of combinations for your shit to even get administrated um we had to go through major loopholes we had to get us a a, a canadian label and we had to use canadian producers to even get heard um at that time I think it was 25,000 gold, 50,000 platinum. Fact. We, we thought that shit was easy. 25,000? <laughs> you go gold, nigga? What? Oh, we up there. We up It's going down. No, nigga. For 25,000 gold plaque, you got to have a damn near half a million dollar campaign. Yep. I'm like, holy shit. You got to spend a half a million dollars on marketing to get to here? Because the market is so small. Um, now being a, a, a dual citizen, that's off of the table. That ain't got nothing to do with motherfucking music or, or none of that shit. Um, and, and that's a severe bag. That ain't no one, two, just marrying a Canadian guy. You ain't get, you ain't gonna be no Canadian. That don't no. mean shit. That shit is off the table long time ago, years ago. They don't give a fuck about that. I had to go through trials and tribulations to be a, a fucking dual citizen. It took years for me to get there. And I finally got there, got my shit. Shit, I, I just don't do music. I do everything. My hands is in every goddamn thing. I got I pull salaries and everything. I just don't sit on my hands and do music and shit. That ain't just it. I love it. Um, I love the music. But if you can pull multiple things, they say the best way is to have five different streams of money. I got that. See, you know this I mean? is what I love about the aspect of talking to you today because in this game, I've had a lot of conflicts of interest with a lot of people on how our industry works. And I just wanted to the point to get on to live with you and say, hey, I got a man who's dual, who understands the game ain't easy. And for what you've seen myself do in this industry with working with you and a lot of the guys that in a game and how from a from a, being in Canada and watching what I'm doing in the US and then watching what I'm doing in Canada at the same time. When you get back here, we're gonna go do those things together. See those yeah. are the things like you know what I mean? It's like what people are not understanding oh. that is that 
like guys like me are rare. So it's like when when we fighting about the nonsense about who's pushing what and who's doing this and who's supporting who and who's interviewing who and who's doing what. I don't care who interviews what or who does what. It's how I, I don't do. care. You know I what I mean? Watch, I, I don't see like with me the spirit. I'm gonna keep it one thousand with you. One hundred. I, I I don't watch face niggas. I give out so much love and so much blessings that I possibly can. Respect. You can call it how you want to call it. And the reason why, because my nigga blessed me. My nigga told me to quit my job. He told me to go home and tell my mom I had to quit my motherfucking job. So it's never a motherfucking diss to have a job. You like money? You like getting paid every week, every two weeks? <laughs> what the fuck? Is you, is you able to get up and go work, pull that and pull that music shit? Hell yeah. I'll go my ass on tour, collect that bread, and jump right back into the system and my motherfucking system and get that bread. So at the end of the day, that bread, I ain't even touched that bread. I ain't touched that money in touring in, in, in Asia. I ain't touched it. I haven't. When was that? That was about a year and a half ago. I ain't touched that. I worked. So all these things, they just go on top up top. But you see, this is why I like about when you and I interact online. Every time you see me do my motivation things or if I pop up something new, you're always right there. You're like, dog, you're killing hey, me. Oh, yo, fam, you, you blessed me today with some of your wisdom. And I'm like, yo, and I respect that. I'm glad you said that because <laughs> on the real despair, you say the 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 thing, the things you have been putting up, you always say some shit. But lately, you've been you've been hitting it on the on the head. I really want to po- repost all your shit on my page, but if I did that, niggas would be mad and hating on me. If I did, <laughs> they'll say they'll say I'm riding your cop and this blah 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 blah. That's the only reason why I did it. I didn't because because of that because I know how niggas be. So the, the, the support <laughs> the, the support factor, niggas get it twisted. Facts. And. Like I say, I don't watch face niggas. I root for niggas and I hope everybody succeed. I do. See, in this game, like, I was posting those posts and I was just being like, just, I wake up in the morning, I do my meditation, and then whatever pops into my head, whatever I see, if it's how I feel that day, I'm going to post on it. And it's not even in direct towards anybody. It's the fact that people don't understand. In this game, I've been doing this for 34 years. Yes. I've been under. I've seen so much crap. <laughs> like I've seen so many rappers go, go, die. Like so much things going on. Like rest in peace, zombie from Zion I. For sure, that, my brother Zion. For sure, that, okay, and that's what I mean. Like when you're in that circle, and a lot of people don't understand this type of circle where I'm in it, that circle. It, yeah, you're in, in that them, circle. I'm, and I'm I've been around circles. you guys for that I'm long time. I'm in them rooms. And I'm in them rooms. I'm in them circles. And people I don't understand this. Yes. You guys are icons in this game for guys like us because the backpack rappers, the the, the spear the, the wanna be the, the stop, producer stop rapper. Right like, there. Stop right there, my brother. If I ain't tell you, I'm gonna tell you now. And whoever watching this, that's a real one. You a real one. Respect. You give niggas flowers. You you give a nigga a thank you. You put another you put another battery in my back. You just Hold did. Time. You have no fucking idea. You put another battery in my back. I've never stopped supporting you. <laughs> when 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 you give a person love and put a battery in the back. This is what I mean by push. I wish a nigga would call me and tell me push. Do your <laughs> shit. Don't stop. Go. I try my best to do that for my people. Facts. Because I wish a nigga would give me that. If a nigga call me, tell me to push, get up, nigga, do your thing. When you drop a blah, 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 I'm going to be like, damn, nigga, thank you. I love you, nigga. But you see, my nigga just push me. But you guys, that's the respect you got to give you guys. Because you see, the thing is, I never want to see hip hop die. And there's all different categories of hip hop and me and a lot of people go into some serious fights about this. And I'm like, from being around the Zulu nation things to the being around working with Shout out Zulu nation, for you real. know, woo working with everything, like all the different people I got to hang out with, even to know you like, like, and 
funniest thing is I used to talk about it and go, yo, yeah, I know Frank and Dankery and like Dankery and I talk here and there. I've seen him, like, you know, and they're like, yeah, right. Now it's like the social media took it to the point now where it's like, yo, that nigga shouting you out a lot online. I'm like, I told you I know him. They're like, they're just like, but people never got like when you guys came down here to do the shows, who was the damn DJ? If any time you guys came down and were smoking, who was smoking? Like, this is people didn't understand that I was a pillar of that for like since the 80s. So it's just like, but you know what? It'd be hard. <laughs> That'd be hard for people to take in because Fact. sometimes niggas think that you're stepping over them. But you and see- then sometimes. Niggas be wanting too much flowers. Mm-hmm. Work is work. Work is work. Legendary is legendary. And stats speaking is on stats. that, you see, oh, this track right here, I've been listening to this like crazy, and I, I knew that me and you were going to get into some shit and start talking and like just mm. do, do the damn thing because we haven't actually face-to-face talk, but we've talked online and on the phone. Yes. You so, can call and see, see, see the spirit. They don't know this. You call me direct. I know. Everybody can't call me fucking direct. I know that. What up, nigga? <laughs> what you up to? I'm chilling. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, one just stand the other. Hell yeah. I'm just chilling too, nigga. Shit, smoke something. Well, yeah, I'm going to see you a beat. Yeah, fuck. We got an interview to do for your ass too coming up. Yeah, shout hey, out like... overtime. Yeah, but, but it, it's, it's a dialogue. They don't see that. And it's another thing. Just because I don't like all of my nigga shit don't mean I don't fuck with my nigga. Facts. You niggas but, be niggas be kind of weird with that type of shit. But you see, this is why I want to do this here, right here. See, you, you, you did something before some people try to do it, and I know why some people jumped on the bandwagon. But I'm gonna say no names because I ain't trying to cause no problems. But this song right here, you know, salute to Falcon Crest and the No Face Crew and High Heat Records, and Ooh. you know, the the like. Aha. Uh-huh. Let me, we're navigating what? up north. Yeah, what, 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 what is it? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Shout out my brother A-Sign. Uh-huh. Shout out Nabi the North. Uh-huh. <laughs> I appreciate them brothers. Bottom line to it. A-Sign is one of the hardest working motherfuckers that's popping off in Canada, in Toronto, in Canada, in the world right Facts. now. He's doing Facts. his thing. Facts. I highlight, we, t- we talk on the back phone. Facts. Him, the Luke. whole crew do their motherfucking thing. My brother Nav. Damn. Real. Black. Uh-huh. Let me. We navigated up north. Let me. What up, Navi? Let me try my. Uh-huh. Let me. We navigated up north. Let me. What up, Navi? Let me talk my shit. I see you, G. Let me. Long overdue. Hey, son, Eastwood, you know what it is, man. Let me, you know how I talk, nigga. Let me, let I me, talk, talk. let me. What? I'm living like I'm supposed to. Y'all doing shit hopeful. From cutting coke to a bowful. Y'all can't fathom, cause you niggas got no pull. Y'all circles look over. Mad pussy ish. Ain't clean, y'all age, Charlie Sheen. I'm a million Estevish. Play the background, smiling at the side clowns. Pull my cap down, knowing they gon' cap now. I had the stash house before I had the crack house. If they act out, I had a place for smackdowns. I sprayed them bullets like a wizard, Jerry Stackhouse. I had a un- Underground exit for the pack route. Woo. Most rappers won't know what that's about, though. This that Dudders Coke, Dudders Coke crack flow. Woo. Broke my mother's oven, fluffing up the last door. I used the Vaseline before I poured Tabasco. I'm the ace, nigga. I'm the tip, nigga. I'm the tip. Use the paper. Tip, face when you're talking about an ace, cause the vest won't protect it. Best to travel out of space, though. I'm the ace, nigga. What? I'm the ace, though. Watch your face when you talking about an ace Cause the vest won't protect it Best to travel out of space though Shoot em up, bang bang, boogie Boogie 4-5 Desert ease, yeah, shook em real quick Real quick Hit em off in the face, fuck in the body Columinati, yep, yep, bustin' in the pond I was dipping off nine, try to flip a brick flip it. About nine or ten bricks, try to get some chips Count. You know how we move it, doing how we do it Border popping for nines, get popping, niggas get lost Trunk for trying to pull a stunt Try to skeet off of this shit, you must be crazy I'm 
I'm too real for that. I ain't playing with it. Fuck around and seal your faith, my baby. My baby. Handling 16 wheeler shit. 20 on the dash, you know. Grabbing that big bag. Foreign is my name, yeah. Foreign is my life. And it's fucked up. Living out here, kinda trite. How many homes you own? You probably be renting. You be playing many games. I ain't really trying to talk no shit. How many rappers really got that cash? How many rappers be busting that mag and holding that bag? Please, let me step up and do my thing. Cause I let it swing, hell yeah, and let it bang. Shoot to the bone, spit a yeah, off in the D. The east side, seven mile down. You know how it would be. Ghost, nigga. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to talk no shit. No. I know niggas be lying. I know niggas be lying. I wasn't trying to talk no shit. I know niggas be lying. I know niggas be hiding their shits and all that type of shit. I, I know. I know. So but. it's been about over 20 years since I've known your ass. <laughs> hey, shit. I'm just thankful. So Shout out Navi. Shout out my nigga Navi. Shout out Asan. That just was a fun track. That's what when I mean. When I got the track, when I okay. got the track, when I got the track, I was like, what the fuck? I said, damn, A-Sign, this bitch cutting up. Goddamn. Let me cut up. <laughs> fuck that. Let me cut up. You could do that. And then this was this what blew me the other day. Right? Like this blew my mind the other day, right? So I'm sitting here. Chilling, you sent me a bunch of tracks. Navi sent me on that. On the, you know, I got, you know, I, I fucked with yeah, Navi, everybody, so I would pack. get everything. I get the packs before anybody get the pack. Yeah, <laughs> get the pack. So, yeah, gotta keep the pack. Yeah, gotta keep the pack. We keep the pack. We keep the pack. That's the one thing about having a crew of us because everybody supports and gives everybody like the, the you know, they just it passes yeah. around. It's like, really, I love getting those phone calls going. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I'm gonna send this to you now, but Premier's gonna play this this night. And Eclipse gonna play this 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 night, and then you play it this night. <laughs> just like, all right, cool. That's crazy. That's 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 you see, know that, that's some see. One thing about the DJs, you gotta be thankful for the DJs, my brother. I'm so thankful for y'all. I'n so grateful for y'all. But you see, what's even for y'all? Because if it wasn't for y'all, they would have never known us. Because I watch know. this. The DJs used to play us so much. We didn't have videos like motherfuckers, but the DJs kept us alive. They kept us alive, man. So the first thing I ever do is give the fucking DJs all the flowers. Period. Like, and, and you gotta understand this with that with me saying that. You gotta understand the times we are in. Some DJs went had to go corporate. And some DJs had to just go community. They don't have the access like we used to. So, you know, we got to support y'all as much as we can, as, as much as possible, because it ain't the same trade. You, you know what I mean? If y'all can get us in there, y'all going to get us in there. Uh, trust me. like it, Whatever. It, we, however, we, however long the fuck I got to wait to get heard from the DJs, I got to wait. <laughs> Hey. So, round us, it, it goes really fast because, like, as soon as you sent me music, it already went to uh, DTS to play on Master thing. Plan. So, it, 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 exactly, see, Master yeah, Plan Radio, salute to DTS. Like, you know, some, what, some like, of my some of my bros had to go corporate, and a lot of shit that yeah. I do be dirty, so it's we hard to get it in there. And um, but they they might flip it and just the instrumental. It's still love, whatever. But I still so, give them the love and the respect. Like I supposed to. The foundation to all this shit is you guys. Period. You know what I mean? Y'all don't get enough credit, man. Y'all don't get enough credit. Seriously. DJs don't get enough credit no more. Because everything went so digital and this is that and the other. Y'all don't get the credit like that no more, man. Well, that's what I don't like. In this game, like, I'm blessed to have certain people around me, especially like ever since I started to team up with DTS, like our whole palette with music now has changed. Yes. He put me on to nice. Ason and Falcon and all that. See, like, like, nobody like, was thinking about it, right? That's the OG. That's the OG. Right. So when me and him heard this track, like I, I had to tell him to listen to this. Dollar. Black so how did that happen? <laughs> now, see, 
Let me talk about my brother Rodala. Shout out my brother Rodala. That's one of the realest motherfuckers that I know in Toronto, Canada. I mean, when they was up and running, he was up and running. Always invited us to the studio. He'd be doing an interview. He'd intertwine us into the interview and put the journalists on us and just, just real love, real genuine love, man. I love that brother, man. That's a real one, man. That's like one of the one of the first people besides my family, Brass Monk, in the family that that showed extreme love. He didn't have to do high act the way that he did. He didn't. And and I swear to God, two, three interview journalists in the, in the studio. We had Chocolate Studio when they had Greenhouse Studio over there by um, King and Bathurst. And they had all types of journalists in their interviews, all types of motherfuckers there, socks in there, he in there, everybody in there, and they just interviews. We, I'm just I'm just amazed. I'm just coming to Toronto. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this bitch? <laughs> I'm just coming off my people, Brass Monk video big. And they had um fucking trailers, all this shit. I'm like, what who the fuck paid for this shit, man? <laughs> like they like video fact. I'm like, what the fuck is video fact? <laughs> I'm like, I ain't never heard of no shit like this. See all the men's in them, all the rappers in, in the city. And then now I go to the radio with um um Little Red and Jay Wise and they play everybody's shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I gotta get in this system. What the fuck? Niggas see Niggas was stars, stars, big. Every artist that came out at that time in 2000, 2003 and four, five and six, when we first came was stars. I was mesmerized. I could not believe, I could not believe um, Munch music with Nam McGinney and shit. Um, Ed the Sock in the hot tub with Ed the Sock. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like. Just like crazy things that you can do in Toronto, Canada. So for like us, like for me, it's a different thing. It wasn't to come up to Toronto, fuck the hoes, and this is that, another, this is that, and all that other type of funny ass shit that niggas would, American niggas would do. You know, some do what they do. Me, I enjoyed the culture, the people that put down the foundation in that motherfucker, all the way through, because niggas was tearing shit up. All the shit I seen, I'm like, God damn, I gotta get this motherfucking album done. <laughs> Fuck this. What, I, I, this, what, this how I go now? I gotta get this fucking album done. I gotta get this single on the radio. And next no, thing you know, here we come. Nice to meet you. Let's go. How you doing? Nice to meet you. What? <laughs> what? I tell you, you were all over radio, much music. Man. You know, like, and that, the fact that. Nice to meet you. Shout out my brother. Socrates for that motherfucking track. Shout out my sisters, Brick and Lace. Shout out my family, Needleworks, for Big Eyes, Junior and Joe's. That shit changed my life. For real. It was already on the change, but it just signifies something different for me and Frank. We never had a number one single play on radio all fucking day. <laughs> it got kind of irritating me after I'm like, God damn, they playing this motherfucker still? God damn, like, I'm like, shit. I'm just in Foot Locker. How you doing? You know what I mean? My son, my kids, friends, hey, how you doing? I'm like, holy fuck, man. Nice to meet you. I woke, the funniest thing, I went to court. I had to go pay a ticket. And I just wanted to wear a button up shirt. So all my stuff was at the cleaners. So I wove the fucking shirt. The, the button up shirt to um to court. So it was a girl and a guy. And the guy was like, I'm gonna pop this. Is you Frank and Dang? I was like, yeah, he's like, man, I remembered you from the video because is, is that the shirt? I was like, oh my <laughs> fucking God. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is I'm like, this is the shirt. He's like, oh my God. Um I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, um, I'm like, holy fuck. I, I couldn't believe it. So that let me know it was a smash. It's when they had the the um it's when we had the club district. You remember the legendary club district? Oh, to yeah. be all through that with be on the um the screens, 
in the club district and this that another just was a, a a phenomenal time and and at that time when we just put out the record SARS had came yeah and it was Carabana and motherfuckers didn't really want to come up because they were scared of SARS I worked my motherfucking ass off that Carabana <laughs> I swear to God, we did maybe about 13 motherfucking shows. Every fucking show, every everything. Handing out like, CDs in the park. Oh, my God. So That's why I ended up with mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but that, that was just one that forever grateful for. Nice to meet you. Because that was actually, the track was actually for, for Sox album. But he ended up making another one but then after a while as a little time went on he said you know what i'm gonna give y'all the original too so it, it was like damn for real like and it was super blessed and i'm so thankful for my brother socrates showed a lot of love got us together cardi he cardi went in on the track exotic dancers and like he made the beat and he rapped on that bitch and he like he knew that motherfucking beat he knew that one. He wrapped his ass off on that motherfucker. Goddamn. So, let, let's do this. Dollar. 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 Black Liberace. And you and knew this. this. It ain't nothing to sprinkle a couple diamonds all over here. Let's get Yeah, I got coconut Ciroc waiting for your mom. Uh-huh. It's a family affair, life free of drama. You know, you know. Been flipping one commas, trying to flip two. Multiple times in a tailor-made suit. I flew the chicken coop for a better view. You got time on, I'm on a different schedule. Lips triple X if it ain't talking revenue. Attracts attention, never settle for apartment views. Got a stallion, now I need a red one. Cobblestone driveway, that's a hedge fund. Bridgewater, no trouble over petty crumbs. Situations turn Tragic when the night comes Damn. So tag a couple bags, not laying one My homie taught me how to fish, that's a real Damn. one Your homie taught you how to switch like a kick drum Never lose coming from the city of champions Let's go, go. Nigga. <laughs> you better roll something, blow something, yeah. Rack it up, roll something, blow something. You better rack it up, roll something, blow something, yeah. Rack it up, rack it up. Yeah, I dropped that on Turf Tales last week. I'm gonna do it again tonight. So, oh, <laughs> oh shit, oh shit! Thank you, my brother. Shout out See, my brother Road Dollar. Shout out Road Dollar out. Shout out my brother Frank Mitz. Frank Mitz did the beat. Um, um, that's a phenomenal brother. Do crazy ass production. He's from Houston. Um. We got some new shit about the ready and come. It's crazy as fuck. You know, I I, I gotta send you. The, I gotta send you the pack. I gotta send you the pack for sure. Oh I yeah, well, I, I, I gotta send you a pack of bees. We gotta start working on oh, some shit. Oh, send that bitch. Send that. Bitch. I know. Send I know. I, I, hey, listen. It, I let the cat out the bag. A lot of people don't know that I used to rap back in the days, and a lot of people are starting to understand now that I've been actually. It's been a dream of mine to work with all the people I ever grew up to. And it's not oh, starting that, to happen. I know. I got you. I got you. We see. After I heard this, it made my mind switch on what I wanted to send you. You know you caught my eye once you see me. Let's go talk. Nitro. Let's go. Let's go. And now you got my heart. I'm wet Uh huh. I get high of your love when I'm sober. You know you let me in to get closer. Let's get on your way. Go. How you doing, love? Doing love. Looking good. Looking good. Them other cats got you misunderstood. I wanna take you to a place to get you feeling good. Just know when you with me, you straight. When we up in the hood. Last dude was tripping, putting hands on you. It's on my soul when I catch him, I'm putting hands on him. See, I'm just trying to take you out and spend some bands on you. Show you romance and give you everything you ask me to. You fancy too. You get your hair done, nails, and you classy too. Don't listen to them haters throwing shade at you. No, just listen to your heart and how I make you feel. I know this song got that James Dewey Yancey feel. Yeah, I know you love the way I make you laugh and shit. I know you never thought you'd find a love like this. I know you never thought you'd find a love like you know what we was playing off on that don't you i know and that's why i was tripping because i was sitting that was my favorite that's one of my favorite songs 
Big so Cuz. Like, I, I, I had to do it off Big Cuz. Uh, Car Quest. I, I had yes. to. Yeah, you know I mean? that's that's the family. That's the foundation. Yeah, you know I mean? um, I'm I'm like uh, one of his uh, cousins is a member of our group. So I'm like, what? I'm gonna that for, for real? Yeah. That's super dope. That's super dope. Hell yeah! Shout out to Buzzman. Um, Buzzman for sure. Oh yeah, you know like Rub Tabushad and all that stuff. That that whole family. Like shout out to Mike North. Like the whole Jet City movement, like you see, I know you watching us and you see what we got going yeah. on. Like, what are you I thinking about? Oh God, bro! What are you thinking about that? Hey, I see y'all cooking up. I see y'all <laughs> saucing. Like, like the spirit. Like, I, no, no, no cap. I gotta go to the young nigga style. No cap, <laughs> nigga. You be working. You be working. Like you be like I'm like goddamn. But this nigga ever lay now? Like fuck. This nigga just be over here, over there, over here, over here doing. Holy fuck, you going there? Oh, yeah, I was gonna go shit, there. Cuz oh, oh, you killing me right now. Oh, right, oh my god, damn, you going street code? Oh, shit. Pipe dreams, crack dreams, now I see the fiends. See a nigga hold the semi, have to go. It's about to go down. No, no. This is a DJ Despair exclusive. Oh shit, shout out my nigga Chris on the team. Pipe dreams, crack dreams, no, see the fiends. See a nigga hold the semi, have to blow his whole dream. Shoot away, dog, yeah, stand at the line. I told these motherfuckers, yeah, I've been on this grind. Shit, something about a struggle so divine. I done seen a struggle shit all the fucking time. Uh, ride or die outside, no numbers in this bitch, no horses in this bitch. Miss me with this runaway, no, I'm with this mess and this bullshit. Know what I mean with this real shit. I see these fake ass niggas. Let's get on. What? This is good shit, game boy. Just move the block. Yo, go to his YouTube channel and check out these videos and these songs. Like I said, he's got diversity in his hip-hop palette. Like, I'm telling you, Dilla taught him well to play with everything. <laughs> Man, hey, Despair, yo, I appreciate you, my brother. I, I, like, I appreciate you, man. You don't play, man. Hey. You don't play. You, you, you don't play. You I'm done. Play. I'm trying to hit the road with you and do things That's, with you and the whole family hey, and everything. Like this, hey. this ain't done, man. I'm telling Yo, you, like no, this man, is the like, start hey, no, of a, a no, big relationship. No, <laughs> my nigga. No, my nigga. This, 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 this is, this is. I got to give you some flowers. Your journalism, how you do your shit. I watch. <laughs> I pay attention. Nah, man, you do your motherfucking thing, man. Thank you for this opportunity. You do your motherfucking thing, man. You do your you, you like, you do your motherfucking thing, man. For real, man. Thank you. Man. You do your motherfucking thing, seriously, man. You on fucking point. Hey, do a lot of interviews. I do a lot of interviews with motherfuckers and shit. Respect. You got me comfortable than a motherfucker, man. You got hey, man. me like, like, God damn, man. Like it's like praise Allah and pra praise the mighty ganja. <laughs> hey, hell yeah, man. It's like with me. I understand. You got to appreciate your people, man. Well, you see, guys like you in the game, like a lot of people just come at you and go, okay, yo, hey, so what year did you drop this track? So, um, so what did you just stop smoking crack? Like, you know, I don't want to hear that crap. Like, you know, just like, like, I don't even care about any of that nonsense in this game. Like, I just want to know, like, yo, what are you doing? How's your family? How was it riding on that horse? For real, like that yeah. shit blew up my internet. Like my my Instagram went lit. Niggas are calling me from all over, going, "Yo, nigga, like that that's the most coolest thing I've ever seen, dog." Like, what, what's that? Like, yo, that 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 right there. That was just me at the crib, and I'm about to bless my people. That's all that was. Yo, you put me on the platform. The spirit. I'm about to pull up on the motherfucking horse. <laughs> I'm about to pull up on the motherfucking horse for sure. I knew, I knew, I was just going to, like, I, I, I sent, I sent it, I sent it, and I was just being funny. But that's what I meant, and I said this would be cool just for promo. I like, like, 
I do it. I don't try. I just do it. I know. One um, thing we will be riding on horses but, having an interview. Like I, 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 I try to be creative with the content. Um, it's just me. It's me, and a few people that I have around me. That's it. But when it comes to the content, holy fuck, I got content for for days. I'm on vacation right now. Once this vacation is over tomorrow, I'm about to tear this bitch up. I'm on full uh, overdrive. My battery, my battery is my battery is full. It's beyond full. This was the last piece. That's why I pushed it for this day. That's why I picked it for Friday. Because Saturday, Sunday, we back to business. I know. Vacation is over. We back to business. And I, I got so much work to do that's already on the table. So many things is already cooked up. I just needed to get get away with the family, go see my nigga Dilla for my birthday, see the fam, do the show. That's why I picked this for, for this time right here. This was on purpose. Well, you I wanted see. to celebrate with my mom and then have this time fully for us to chop it up and kick it. Let's see, yeah, I appreciate that because over COVID, we've gotten to like, you know, connect more yeah. and because we were all busy every time we're like yo we'll look up one thing i'm in like i'm in town i'm out of town i'm like what it's <laughs> just like, like crazy shit like that, that. Yeah, all the time and like the covid thing too because if i wasn't doing the music my son he played division one basketball me and the wife we gone every weekend i know all that weekend with, with basketball with my son my son he been on tour with basketball he had to meet that. up with us in, in California. He been on tour from Vegas to Oklahoma to on his own. He doing his own shit. He's 16. Yeah. And he's my motherfucking videographer. See what I'm saying? He, he shoot all my shit. <laughs> so I got to fit myself in his schedule. He got all his gear. He got all the gear. He got fucking camera. He got all the shit. He do it himself. Period. He don't want me to help him doing, let, let me shoot it. I was looking for somebody to shoot just me some performance videos and shit. Just when I was just about to start my engine. And he was like, daddy, I can do that. Go look at my reel. I said, what? The fuck you talking about your reel, nigga? He's like, yeah, I got, I, I got a reel. I shot some shit at school. I'm like, nigga, you ain't shooting nothing at school. What the fuck you talking about? I went and looked at the reel. I said, fuck, you shot this shit? He's like, yeah. Okay, I'll pay you this. Oh, hell yeah, let's do this. So one turned into one, one turned into two, and two turned into 30. So the time has just gotten better and better and better. And he added on to his craft. He shot a video, he shot two videos for Big Stretch. Big Stretch paid him to shoot two videos for him. Uh, I'm like, God damn, okay. Damn. Shot some other tip for one of the homeboys. I'm like, damn, okay. So it, it's a tool. To help my son just as well, not to be charged and to stand the other, because I don't have him doing four or five different cuts and edits. I just let him do what he feel. Right. I, I just pick the location, make it easy. We stay in Canada. We stay in Toronto. It's nothing but phenomenal spots to shoot in all over the oh, motherfucking yeah. city. I ain't even pillaged it all yet. I ain't even tipped the bucket of it yet. I got to work with his schedule. He's 16. He's got driver's license now. Shit, he trying to get him a BMW or a Porsche or some shit. He ain't got time. <laughs> I want to give me a new videographer. He ain't got time now. Shit. You know, girls in the play. Like, it's, I'm like, fuck. Okay. All right. But, you know, that's it. You know what I mean? Keeping it contained. Because eventually, he'll be shooting for my, my older son, Mang So. Um, so instead of my son just going on the road with him just because it's his brother. He got a job. Right. It's a videographer. Shoot these videos, edit them up, get them up there on the, on my site, nigga. Yeah. And you get paid. You ain't just getting paid just because you little bro. You coming on the thing? Nah, you getting paid because well, you doing. Think something. about it. If he becomes his only photographer, yeah. he'll make the most money for his pictures once they need him in the magazines and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, just at the end of the day, it you know my motivation is, I got a few more installments to do. Um, and then I got to switch it up and, and, and put a little bit more time on my son, um, my oldest son, man. So I'm going to send you some of his shit, too. Um, I'm going to send you a gang of his shit, too. He's been gone. He's been doing his thing. Um, He's he been gone with his shit. You know, he's self-contained. Do his own thing. He don't want dad. He don't want mom. He, don't, he just want to do his thing. Well, and he, he and show improved. 
He don't, he don't need none of his uncles. He, you know, he talked to, talk to all his uncles for advice. I know. Um, I, from I all in the labels, not trying to get sacks from, from 40. Shout out my brother 40. From 40 to Big Eyes to Frank to Ella to Young RJ to all just an actual conversation what I need to do. And with that, each conversation had with everybody, he implied it too. And the biggest thing is, the biggest thing, like everybody told him, don't quit your day job. Facts. You know when it's time to boogie. Yo, don't quit your day job, man. I remember that day when I sat there and I'm like, I just did shit because I was on parole and then all of a sudden, but I wanted to learn. So I learned how to manage a restaurant, got to the point where I became head chef. And then I ended up becoming head chef because one of the chefs got had to leave because he messed up. Oh, and now then, you gotta, I, I got to cut in right now, right there. <laughs> so that see now about see now this explains why <laughs> you be, this explains why you be cooking all this crazy ass <laughs> goddamn food. This goddamn roti you just made, nigga. Goddamn, this motherfucking big ass roti you just made was just crazy as hell. I said, man, this man ain't making this shit. Hell no. This oh, no, nigga's man. not cooking. You cooking all that shit? Yeah, I cook it all that myself. I've been self-efficient like that my whole life. My um my grandma my grandma and my father both taught me how to cook. So it's yeah. just and my godmother. So salute to them. So yeah, um, I, 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 gotta, the restaurant. I gotta salute them. Y'all so. did a fucking phenomenal job because uh bro be chefing up uh some crazy ass shit. I'm like, yo, this nigga cooking up, this nigga getting blow, cooking up this crazy ass food. Open up the restaurant, nigga. Open up the because restaurant. The thing is, like, ever since I've been growing up, um, Mar- like being in the industry and doing a lot of stuff with music and all this stuff. Yeah, I've always been a pothead, and I've always liked to be creative, and I always like to do things with my hand. So, music and cooking both come hand in hand. Oh, so it's just it. like people don't seem to understand is like mixing ingredients is like mixing music. Oh, so, I like that. I like so, that. That's that's super lit right there. That's super great. lit. That's why it was so easy to be a producer, a way to do things. And then while I'm cooking, I'm listening to music. And people don't mm-hmm. seem to understand that everything comes in hand in hand. Even the mm-hmm. way you're like, even you get a rhythm when you're starting to mix a pot or when you're cooking with things or when you're doing stuff. Like there's a lot of DJs around me that were all chefs. A lot of artists. Oh, for real? Me. That's crazy. That's super dope. So it's a that's gang of us. So it's it's kind of like that's super oh, dope. I'm about to do something crazy with that. But salute to my big brothers. Like they call me in the morning. We're just like, yo, I just cook up some ackee and selfish and some fried this and that. I'm just like, you know, I have to get back to Toronto. And I'm sick and tired of you guys doing this to me. So it's like <laughs> sitting here, I ain't around people like that. You know, Winnipeg between here to. To that, like Winnipeg is the most. Oh shoot! You, you see, like, okay. I, I got to roll something up. You going in right now? Um, I know. You see, you going being, in? So I got. I see. Being, uh, being around that culture, like you know how it is. It's like yes to a, a relaxed version of New York. <laughs> oh fuck! Ooh, see the works. What's that right there? It's called Huck Soda. Holy fuck. This is some this is some inhale fucking Detroit. Uh that's some inhale Detroit right there Wait for you. Be- because you got your thing. You could come back over the plane with that one or what? Oh no, no, no. I'm just smoking this right now. I just got this I just got this pa- this pack just for just for us to smoke and shit. You know All right, I mean? so when uh so when I so when I come out there I'm coming to see you with a loud. So. Oh oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, we we no. When, when you went to, when you went to T dot now we all good shit. Oh, we when we T dot, yeah, we see when I'm in T dot is different because oh, I, I come smoke. there with shit. I don't like smoking. Yeah, see, like, yeah, hell you yeah. See people you out there gotta can't, like wow can't, me. Can't, can't, <laughs> over, can't, can't cross that border in America with this shit. You know what I mean? I know, I, I know that shit. Like fuck that, they have a nigga hanging the dryer over in this bitch. What? I'm coming to Detroit with the pack? What? Oh, they like nigga freeze hands down. Get your ass down there. <laughs> Dogs and rip my ass off, like niggas, man, please. The motherfuckers at the border, but that's just that's the nature of it because somebody just got caught with, I think they said a hundred pounds coming from Toronto and Detroit at the border, <laughs> just 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 before I got here. I said, God damn, niggas, you crazy wow. right now? They on high alert. They on high alert. They're looking for any fucking thing, nigga. Yeah, you know what though? 
You'd be stupid to do that anyways. I yeah, always laughed at rappers that came over across the border to come to do shows here, and the next thing you know, they're bringing stuff with them. I'm like, we have it here. <laughs> that part right there is that, that look, I would never do that because no, I would never do that because like nah I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Um, um, oh, I got a message. Hold on. Okay. Uber Eats. What? Uber Eats. 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 Uber they don't want to go nowhere. They found that. They found one. Oh, they found. They found one. Hey, can you give me some papers right quick? Papers. You just use it. Yeah, go ahead. Cause go ahead. It's all good. So I want to eat some Uber Eats. Um, they want to get some Uber Eats. Shit wasn't going on. <laughs> okay. Cool. I see cool. that's what I love about the fact that we can just be relaxed to do this. So there you go. Yeah. On the note, tell everybody where to find your music, find you, find everything. Man, you can find you can just Google, you can Google Dank Rehar, Frank and Dank, and everything will come up. All the classic shit, all the historical interviews, classic shit. But shit, you can just reach me at um the real Dank Rehar 313 on Instagram and um I love to see you. I appreciate all the love. You come through, come look at some shit, like some shit, leave a comment, talk you some shit. And if you got some work, you want to do something, I love shit. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like that. I work with everybody, period. Everybody. You know what I mean? That's just well, it. For sure. I'll be seeing you soon. And it was a great view. It was great to talking with you live. You. Yes, my brother. Blessing. I appreciate you, Miss Fair, for sure. You lit, Any baby. shout outs? Um, Shout out my city, Detroit. You know, I love y'all 1,000. Shout out Toronto. You know, I love y'all 1,000. Shout out all of Canada, worldwide, Europe, Asia, the whole man. One love to all the DJs, all the MCs, the B-boys, graffiti artists. Hey, it's all love and blessings. One love, y'all. Appreciate y'all.